Hi, Green Team. Welcome back. Today's episode is a favorite of ours that we recorded about a year and a half ago. And this is perfect for this time of year because you are putting away your winter clothes and starting to get out summer clothes and you might be buying some new ones. So this episode is all about how to shop sustainably but still dress fashionably. We're excited to share with you some of our favorite companies that really meet those high standards. We talk about what to look for in clothing companies so that way you are making a great impact on the environment. We also talk about the labels to read and understand such as GOTS and fair trade. And we even give some tips on how to do all of this on a budget. So that's why we want to reshare this episode from last year. It's a really good one. And if you listened to it last year, you can re-listen to it because it has so much information in it. And if you're new to the podcast, it is a good one to check out. Also, with this being a long weekend, we thought it was a good time for you to be able to catch up on some of the newer episodes that you might not have been able to listen to yet. So we hope that you enjoy this. Also remember that we sell Love the Green Life merchandise at lovethegreenlife.org slash shop. And in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have some new stuff coming out, some new merchandise. And the really cool thing is that it's all eco-friendly and organic. And so you can feel great about what you're wearing and supporting Love the Green Life at the same time. All right, green team, let's get started. Hi, I'm Jess Taylor. And I'm Natalie Ringeis. And we love the green life. Welcome to our podcast. We are both teachers, mamas, nature lovers, and passionate about changing the world we live in and helping to save the planet by inspiring others. Join us as we discuss practical ways to live a more sustainable, healthy, and green life for you, your family, and even your fur babies. Love the Green Life is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that promotes cruelty-free, chemical-free, and compassionate living. You can learn more about us and what we do at lovethegreenlife.org and on Facebook and Instagram at lovethegreenlife.org. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm really excited about today's topic is something that I got into after starting living the vegetarian lifestyle for a while, but started getting into the green living and clothing was definitely not the first thing that I started to swap out after discovering things that were in my food. That was really the first thing that I started swapping out for clean food options. And then from there, I kind of went into body care, makeup, cleaning products, and then started looking into really everything else. And that's where kind of clothing came. It really can be a struggle to find fashionable items that you like, but also support something that really follows those ethics and those morals. And so luckily for us in this day, in this age, we are seeing more and more companies starting to follow these standards. And we talked in a previous episode about greenwashing and how some companies are starting to follow some of these and it's not really their core values. One thing that's really important to kind of look into as you're making those choices on supporting companies is what do they really stand for and not just changing some things out of popularity. You want to support those that really have a passion and a commitment to the environment and are doing good to change things. So we're going to go through a lot of the labels that you can look at and you might know some of them or you might have seen the pictures of them and don't really understand what that means. So we're going to get into that really in 
in my like two decades of living this green lifestyle, it has evolved so much to where I really can purchase clothing, accessories, shoes. I mean, even I have towels, sheets, I have an organic mattress. I mean, we have so many things that are organic and fair trade and not a fortune anymore either and adorable because that was one thing really that I saw as things started coming out in the beginning of being organic and fair trade is you could really only get things that were like tan, you know, like neutral. That belonged on a camping trip. Right, right. You know, Mm -hmm. nothing that was fashionable. And so I will share with you some of my favorite companies and why. So not just that they're cute clothing or whatever, but what their companies actually support and what their morals and their missions and their values are and why I stand behind that. But also the fact that you can get some really cute things. So today we're going to focus on clothing, but I do also have a blog up, which will have all this information and links and all that stuff too, up on our website where it talks about the clothing, but I I also get into jewelry options that support those same missions, purses and bags and shoes. So those are all things that you can really find cute and stylish things still, but also be supporting those missions and wearing things that are much healthier for your body. So today you are going to be telling everybody about these six logos or categories of clothing. Some of these I've heard of before. I mean, I think I've heard of vegan clothing and definitely cruelty-free and I've caught organic on a label, but most of these I've never even been aware of. So I'm really excited just to be more aware of what these things mean, especially things that I think I know, like I'm pretty sure I know what fair trade, like what that means and what that means for the people and the community that that garment is created in. But let's start there. What's fair trade? If I see that a garment is fair trade. So fair trade guarantees that there are fair prices, living wages and community benefits for the farmers, the workers and their families in developing countries. The really cool thing about anything that's fair trade, and this extends past just clothing, you'll see the fair trade logos on body care products. And I know I see it on coffee Mm -hmm. and chocolate. Yep. A lot of body care products have it. Like I'm thinking of uh, one brand that we use their lotion. It's Everyday Shea. I think they're a fair trade company. I I think Alafifa is too. Oh, that yeah, that's who it is. They're the ones that make everyday shea. They have like the everyday coconut, the everyday shea. That's what it is. So that's not the name, but that is the brand. So you're right. They support the women who make the products. They provide education. They have a whole thing where you can even go on their website and it will tell you everything that they do. They have a bike program where they provide bicycles so they can get around in their villages. It's pretty amazing. So that's the one thing that when you're looking at things that are fair trade, for one, it's guaranteeing that the people who are making these things are working in better conditions. They're given fair prices for their products that they're creating. They're being given proper living wages. They're having some kind of community benefits. So like I just said, working with education or transportation or something like that to better their community, education, healthcare, environmental sustainability, all benefit from fair trade and the workers benefit from improved humane working conditions. It's kind of crazy to even think of that there has to be something that is forcing you to have a humane working condition for somebody. I know it makes you rethink the entire union workforce. (laughs) The whole idea of American unionization was for workers. And then to think that there's places, you know, in the world that still doesn't have that is really heartbreaking to think about. Yeah. So if you want to know more about fair trade, I'll have all these links up as well as the link to the blog, which you can look at to see all the little logos and things like that too. Just fairtradecertified.org will give you a lot more information. There's so many more things that 
our fair trade now? Like, actually, this is really crazy. I found fair trade jeans at Target. And so I bought a pair. They were really nice. They were only like 20 bucks. So not a fortune and they're fair trade. And I asked for a few more for Christmas. So I got ones in dark denim, light denim, gray. I needed new jeans anyways. And so one, I didn't spend a ton of money and two, they were all fair trade. So that made me super excited. That's pretty awesome. Is it fair to assume that that fair trade label, you could find it on a purse or a belt and it would mean the same thing? Yeah. If it has that certified fair trade label, then yes. So that's so, like an across the board. Mm -hmm. It's a person holding a bowl and it says fair trade certified. So yes, that means that it has been certified through the fair trade certification. You know, it's kind of like the organic label. It can't be put on there unless it's been certified through a company. The mm -hmm. fair trade label means that it's been certified through that, that they are providing fair prices, living wages, some kind of community benefit, healthcare, education, whatever that is, and that they're meeting environmental sustainability. That's something that's really important to look for in choosing new options of clothing or really all textiles like, you know, sheets and towels and that kind of stuff too. So one thing that I did not know about before looking into this, I would see the label saying certified B corporation. And I didn't know what that meant. Or you'd hear something was a B corp business. And I had no idea what that meant. So, I don't know what this means either. Yeah. So I had to look into it because I was like, well, it probably means something really cool <laughs> because it always went along with something I was buying that was organic or fair trade or something like that. So I knew it had something to do with some kind of green standard. I just didn't really know what it was about. So mm -hmm. I did get on their website, which is bcorporation.net. And this is what it had to say was that certified B corporations are businesses that have met the highest standards of verified social and environmental performance, public transparency, and legal accountability to balance profit and purpose. B Corps are accelerating at a global cultural shift to redefine success in business and build more inclusive and sustainable economies. So these are businesses that are really working towards not just being a for-profit business, but they're also not a nonprofit, but they're working on shifting the way that businesses run to be more sustainable and be more transparent to the public in their practices. Nice. The businesses are working to hold other businesses accountable as well as themselves. You can actually go on that website that I said and look up more about B Corps. You can also search which companies are B Corps. Yeah. Most companies that are, it's labeled on their website. One company that I will get into a little bit is Athleta, which is a really big company. They're owned by Old Navy and Gap and Banana Republic. They're in that group. But mm -hmm. Athleta is a B Corp. That was one that I had found because they do have organic clothing and stuff. And I will talk about that in a little bit. But I had noticed always that all their stuff always said that they were a B Corp. I just never knew what that meant, but it was very neat to find out that they're kind of businesses that are working towards striving for better performance and better practices in the business world. And this is not specific to clothing. Here's some that you may know. Ben and Jerry's is a B corporation. Peaceful fruits. My kids love those. Those fruit snacks. They're like fruit leathers. They're out of Peninsula, Ohio. Clean Canteen, which I love their water bottles and my favorite coffee mug is a Clean Canteen. They're a B corporation. Stonyfield Organic is a B corp. Some of these are large corporations. Ooh, um, Jenny's ice cream. This is L Inc. That's out of Cincinnati. That's personal 
self-care products. So that's not quite clothing, but yeah. So it's really everything new Belgium brewing company, which I know my husband likes them. They are one. So it's really, like I said, this is not company can be a B corporation. You have to qualify for, you know, yep. mm -hmm. It is a certification process. If you go on there, there's their link of how to certify as a B Corp. But yeah, so it's really not specific to clothing. I just had noticed it on clothing. So you might see it marked on certain companies and stuff as far as clothing goes. You know, we just went through a whole bunch of different companies. Yeah, there was a lot. Mm -hmm. Tom's, did you say Tom's? I did not. Mm -hmm. All right, cool, fun. Yeah, so when you're supporting those kind of companies, you're also really supporting a larger mission, which is a cool thing too, especially if something is fair trade, organic, and B Corp, you're really supporting all of those things. Then you're supporting the people who are creating the garment or product. And then through fair trade, you're supporting the company as far as supporting a mission that is larger than even their company. You're getting an organic product, which is safer and healthier for your body as well as the planet. It's really, you might not have ever even thought of this when you're purchasing clothes and I didn't forever. And then once I did, then it was, oh, now I think of those things. And if I can get the organic option, I will. Now this does not mean that a hundred percent of my clothes are all organic and all of this. And I throw every single thing out. That's not switching your clothes can seem like an impossible task, but really isn't. And we'll kind of go over how to do that when we go over some of these companies too. And along with these labels and logos, I also am going to be sharing some of my best thrift tips for thrifting and getting secondhand clothing. Cause that's also a way to, to stay zero waste. Mm-hmm. So we'll be talking about that later in this episode too. I'm sure that you've heard of the term cruelty-free. I mean, it's even in our company's tagline. So it's really kind of a hot button word now, but you may not know exactly what that means as far as it goes in with clothing or with body care products and stuff. What cruelty-free means is that the product has not been tested on animals. Now there is kind of a a little hiccup here because this may only refer to the finished product. They can say that it's cruelty-free because the finished product has not been tested on animals where the individual ingredient or product or something could have been. One thing you can look for is the bunny label, which is why I kind of included it here because that's a label that you see often. There's several of them, the leaping bunny or the bunny with the big ears that says cruelty free, or it'll be a bunny that says not test on animals. And so you've probably seen that before on several different products. You also might see where it says finished product, not tested on animal, which means specifically that some individual ingredients within that product were tested on animals. It also doesn't make that product organic or anything like that. Just the practice. Yeah. For example, this is years and years and years ago before any of this stuff was really getting popular. Back when I first became a vegetarian, so like 2003, I used popular body care products, ones that most people probably use and get at the mall. There's definitely nothing in it that is organic or clean or anything. It's a ton of chemicals, a ton of fragrances. And I used to think, oh, but it's okay because it says not test on animals. Well, it also was not not test on animals. It was finished product, not test on animals. But back then, I really didn't know the difference between all that stuff. That's where kind of some of this greenwashing stuff comes in, where you think you're getting a really clean product because they make it seem like it is. 
Mm-hmm. And so that's where really knowing about the company itself. I mean, it takes very little to research into a company. I mean, really for all of these, I just went to each company's website and was able to find all their practices. It's something that you just kind of want to look into, especially if shopping cruelty-free too, for me is something really important because we are vegan, our whole family is, and we do find it very important that we're not supporting things that do harm animals. I personally buy things that are cruelty-free and actually cruelty-free. The cool thing is that most of the stuff we buy is green and most of that is cruelty-free. cruelty-free it's just by default. Yes. Yeah. That is something to kind of clear up some of that, that you may have that misconception of what that means. If it does have the leaping bunny on it, then it's been certified as cruelty-free. And so sometimes if you look for that leaping bunny, it says not test on animals. They do have a website, leapingbunny.org, where you can find out a little bit more about cruelty-free and what that means, especially if that's something that's always on your heart as a moral thing and something that you don't want to support. So you can look into that a little bit more if that interests you. Mm-hmm. And Jess has all of her links for fair trade, B Corps, and cruelty-free labeling. That's all on the blog and that'll be linked into the show notes. So going along with cruelty-free is if an item is vegan, that simply refers to that the product you are purchasing does not contain any animal-derived ingredients. So it cannot be listed as vegan. Often it'll say certified vegan. It cannot be listed as that if there's any kind of animal product within it. This can pertain obviously to clothes, but as well as all food, body care products, makeup, cleaning products, all of that stuff. So if there's any kind of animal-derived ingredient within that, then it can't be certified as vegan. I think the only time I've seen this in like fashion would be like vegan leather. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's why I was going to say in clothing, mostly leather products, either shoes, bags, accessories, like belts, things like that. Oftentimes you might see it on something that's like a faux fur thing. I've even seen this. We went furniture shopping several years ago. This was probably 26 because we didn't have my son yet. And they had a big sign that said certified vegan couches and they looked like leather, but they weren't. So that was pretty cool is that they had faux leather couches, but they <laughs> like were certified vegan. This was a big furniture store. So that was kind of neat to see. I took a picture in front of the sign, of course, because it was a huge <laughs> vegan sign and I'm in front of, of pointing up at it like, woo woo. <laughs> yeah, that, that's definitely a high chance of selfie with yeah, your, right. <laughs> when you're walking around with Jess. Yeah, it's actually- <laughs> Actually, probably on our Love the Green Life Instagram if you scroll like way back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another thing is sustainable practices. This doesn't really have a specific picture logo. It's just you might see something that says they use sustainable practices. And what this means is mm-hmm. that the company uses less water in production. They use organic ingredients, recycled and compostable packaging, non-toxic dyes and chemicals to create the clothing and that they either give back they recycle or they repurpose their products. Those are all part of a company using sustainable practices. So this reminds me of that purse that you and I have, like I have a diaper bag. Yeah. Lily Bloom. Lily Bloom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that bag. I love my Lily Bloom bags. They're so cheerful and like happy. Oh, they're adorable. And they're they're made out of entirely recycled materials. Yeah. And they're also GOTS, which um, I will get into in just a minute. Yeah, I don't even know. I almost pronounce it as GOTS. So (laughs) I clearly need educated in this area. (laughs) They're a really cool company too. Yeah. All of their bags are made. Did you say with 
plastic water bottles. I didn't, I just said recycled materials. Yeah. They use recycled plastic bottles to make them, which is really cool. And they're super trendy and cute. So I have that up on our blog as well. I got a cat bag and actually my husband got for me just because it had cats on it. And then once he got, I was like, oh my gosh, did you see that? (laughs) It's made out of recycled plastic bottles. It was perfect. Well, I got mine at a, one of them like discount outlet kind of stores. Mm -hmm. I got a bag that it was kind of like a bigger purse and messenger bag. And then I was like, oh, I really like this company. I actually looked them up mm-hmm. and found out they had diaper bags. And I was like, oh, sold. Cause you know, I had two babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at one point it was like, I need a really good one. They even make suitcases. It's pretty oh, cool. Goals. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the last one in our labels and logos that you might see on companies is GOTS, which stands for Global Organic Textile Standard. This is kind of a newer thing I've been seeing a lot. I've started seeing them a lot, mostly on sheets and towels, but now it's starting to get labeled on clothing as well. And so obviously this is, as I said, organic textiles. So any kind of of those products, clothing and bedding and stuff. What this does, it's a certification, just like when you see something that says it's certified organic, or like I said, certified vegan or whatever. It's another certification process that's for clothing, bedding, and towels. And it certifies that all the materials in it are organic and that they also have limits on the use of toxic bleaches, dyes, and other chemicals during their production process of the textiles. It's organic materials. You're also not getting any of those harmful dyes or chemicals during that production process, which is good for you wearing the garment or sleeping in the sheets. It's also good for the environment as it's being produced. That is also, you can check out global-standard.org. And as Natalie already said, we'll have all these links up on the show notes. If you're really interested in looking into it a little more in depth than what we went over already. So something that it specifically mentions is that it's a stringent voluntary global standard for the entire post-harvest process of apparel and home textiles made with certified organic fiber. So along with them focusing on the environmental impacts and social criteria, they have key provisions on child labor, which... I find that that's great. And it also requires strong social compliance management systems and strict wastewater treatment practices, which is probably one of the biggest downfalls of the fashion industry is the water consumption and the water pollution that is created from the fashion market. It's really insane until I started looking into this, never realized how much water is used in the fashion industry. And I do get into that a little bit in some of these companies as I talk about because they really work towards reducing that. But that was something that really surprised me was the amount of water. I knew obviously using organic cotton was definitely a positive for the environment as well as you wearing it, but I really never thought about the water consumption. It took me some time to begin wearing more sustainable clothing, but it began to happen and I definitely have not turned back. It's something now that I look for even for my son. My husband is completely on board now with wearing sustainable clothing. It also actually feels really nice. A lot of organic clothing feels really soft and it just feels nicer on your body, but switching your clothing can seem like really an impossible task and it really isn't. It will take more time than 
if you're switching your makeup or your body care products or your cleaning supplies, because you just have a lot more clothing and accessories and it definitely costs more than a lot of the other switches. I mean, switching out clothing will cost more than switching out regular bananas for organic bananas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You definitely don't need to empty your entire closet and start over. And actually doing that would be quite wasteful. So you don't want to do that. As I needed new things, I would just find organic sustainable switches. Then once I switched them, then I would just continue to use that company or whatnot. I started with my underwear, my bras, and my jammies because they are on my body the longest. They're the closest thing to my skin. So those were the ones I wanted to switch first. I will get into some of those companies that I I use really the same company for my underwear, my bras, and my jammies. And I love all of them. Those were my first switches. And then from there, I kind of moved on. I wear active wear like 95% of the time because of my job as a dance teacher and probably about like 70% of it is organic. And so the same thing there, I go through leggings and tank tops and all that stuff very quickly just because of the job I have and I wear it a lot and I'm moving in it and they just rip and you know, that happens and I just go through that clothing pretty quickly. So I was able to really start getting a lot of those in an organic form and I love those because I'm sweating in them and they're tight on my body and I just feel much better that my skin can breathe more wearing something Mm -hmm. that's organic and doesn't have all the dyes and chemicals and stuff in it. Yes, I still have items in my closet that are not organic and that's totally okay. I have jeans that, you know, are not organic, but I did just get those fair trade ones. So... (laughs) (laughs) So there's a step up, but of course I have t-shirts, I have sweatshirts, you know, at my dance studio, we have to wear shirts and stuff that have the dance studio logo on them as part of our uniform. And so some of those are not, but some of them are because we were allowed to bring in our own shirts to have the logo put on. So I did bring in some organic tanks for that. It's obviously don't overwhelm yourself with, oh my gosh, I have to get rid of everything and get everything new because you definitely don't have to do that. I just now make an effort to purchase items that follow the criteria that I want to support. I also ask for clothes or purses or jewelry or shoes or whatever for birthdays or holidays when people want to know what I want. That's the best time to be like, hey, I want these specific shoes or whatever. And then guess what? You're also now introducing other people to those companies that they yes. might not have known about. <laughs> so that's cool too, because then they get to order you something and they're like, oh, wow, I found the shirt that I liked and I ordered it now. There's a little kind of way of doing it. You get what you want and then you also are introducing other people into things that are important to you that they may never have looked into that prior. We're going to get into some of my favorite companies and brands that I like to wear. And these are companies that really support everything that we just went over. So I'll just give you kind of an overview of each company and what they have and why I choose them. And once again, we're not sponsored by any of these companies. This is just from personal use. My very favorite company is called Pact and that's P-A-C-T. They were the very first company that I actually found out about and got stuff through and I've never turned back. They offer extremely affordable clothing. When I first started shopping with them, it was many years ago. It was actually probably like 2014, maybe. I was getting some new exercise clothes for when we taught together and because I had to teach dance all day long and then teach dance all night long. So I was really going through my athletic wear pretty quickly and I was pretty excited to try out some organic ones. So they have a lot of active wear, casual wear, 
they've started to really expand. So they've added adorable dresses. I have a couple, some have pockets in them. Some are long dresses. They're just really cute and comfy. They have sweaters and now they've even added bedding and towels. They have menswear. My husband has many of their items. They have kids clothing. So So I'm looking at the kids clothing and they have great, looks like play leggings Mm -hmm. for $12. Yeah. That's why I said super affordable too. I actually have all of my underwear, my bras and everything are from them. And I love them. They have all different kinds of cuts and stuff. You can really find the ones that you like. It's not just like one standard kind. They have all different colors. I also have, like I said, dresses, tons of leggings, tank tops, sweatshirts. My pajamas are from them, socks, sweaters, everything. We have some of their kid items for my little guy. My husband has their clothes. We ask for stuff from Packed every year for Christmas. It's definitely a really great site to check out. They really follow all of the guidelines that we went over. They are GOTS organic certified. They're fair trade certified. They use sustainable practices. The really cool thing is they use 91% less water in their production. Everything is non-toxic dyes and chemicals, only organic cotton. They use recycled and compostable packaging. They also have a give back and clothing donation program. It's just, it's so good. I just, I love this company. It's amazing. And I actually have a 20% off discount code for you that I will put up on the show notes. So head over there if you want to check it out and you can get 20% off. I love Athleta Exercise Clothing, and this is actually a bigger company than some of these other ones. They are owned by Gap and Old Navy and Banana Republic, that same company owns Athleta. They actually have stores you can go to, which is nice, versus just being an online thing. So I am probably in the minority. I love going to actual stores to shop, and I really am not a massive fan of online shopping. I just, especially for clothing, I like trying clothes on. I hate having to return things. I think that's why I don't like online shopping because it's just such a hassle to return something that you get and it doesn't work out. I like going to the store. I like holding things and looking at things and I'm a shopper. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, one thing I've noticed, I said already that 90% of my wardrobe is athletic wear and Mm -hmm. it tends to wear out pretty quickly. Athleta's clothes are definitely more expensive and I actually only purchase them when I have rewards uh, because I have an athletic credit card and gift cards. Mm -hmm. So that way then I can get one item, (laughs) but they're such higher quality. I actually have on right now some athletic leggings and a sweater. And these were both of my very first purchases. And so years and still are holding strong. So that's pretty cool. Athleta is a B Corp business. They work with empowering women through a program called PACE. They are fair trade. Their materials are made with sustainable fibers. Production is made with water saving techniques. They reduce waste in their shipping materials and their practices. And so in addition to this, they also have regular high standards for many of their items. Not everything is organic and fair trade, but a lot of them are and they're marked at. So Mm -hmm. you know which ones you can get that are the eco-friendly, they have the eco-friendly sign on them and they do really well to mark that. So you can even search online for just the ones that are organic and eco-friendly. I love their leggings. I have a ton of their sweatshirts and they're super comfortable. They hold up nicely. I actually recently just got their masks. I love their masks because they are made specifically for working out in and doing yoga in. And so teaching dance in masks can be hard, especially because like at times my head's upside down and it's turning around and I've had masks.
masks that then are moving all over my face. They fit really well. They're all adjustable and then they're made to be able to breathe in. So a lot of the other ones I've had a really hard time to breathe in because I'm dancing, but I'm teaching at the same time. So I'm talking and then I have music on really loud. So I have to project through the mask over the music and it can make me very out of breath. So I really love their masks too. I'm really excited that you talked about packed and athleta being kind of like casual wear. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's something I struggled with this year, moving from teaching in a professional setting and having dressed professional all day to just being home and being, you know, able to wear casual clothing. I found that area of my wardrobe was really behind. <laughs> so as I am kind of refreshing and slowly getting things back into my wardrobe of stuff that I'm going to wear and not so much formal professional clothing, I'm really excited to jump in. I'm definitely the bargain shopper. Mm-hmm. So I was even looking at their like markdowns and their discounts. And it seems like markdown, it still is an average price for mm-hmm. really highly quality pieces, such as I was looking at their leggings and some of their sports bras look nice. They're around $40, which is what I would expect to pay for a higher quality garment. Pact is cheaper for their products than Athleta. Athleta definitely is more expensive. It's really kind of comparable to like Lululemon or something like that. But like I said, I got the rewards program. I also, being a dance teacher, I get a teacher discount, which is really cool. So I get a discount on all their items. They do that for yoga teachers, any kind of athletic teachers, because then that's part of your quote unquote uniform. Um, So yeah, they have really cool stuff like that. And I know the store, I haven't been into it since covid But prior to that, they would do community yoga classes and things like that on the weekend in there that you could come and just do like a donation that would go to different charities and organizations. It's a really cool company. And like I said, their stuff is really high quality. So even though you're spending a lot more at once, I feel like I used to just blow through leggings that I would just get at Old Navy or something that were the $10 leggings. I wear them out too quickly because I'm dancing and moving in them and wearing them all the time. So another company, which I feel like most people have heard of maybe not for their clothing, but for sure for their chapstick is Burt's Bees. I feel like everyone knows Burt's Bees. Eventually, we'll talk more about them when we get to the baby and kids stuff that we'll do. As far as clothing goes, if you didn't know, they do have clothing. They have a lot of stuff for babies and kids. Their jammies are so comfortable. I actually have a pair. My son has a pair. At Christmas time, they do the family jammies that are so cute. And I wanted to get them last year, and then they were sold out of one of our sizes. And so I didn't get them. But I figured if we were getting family jammies, I might as well get organic ones that we can then wear all winter you know my gems that I had gotten for the kids that were Burt's Bees mm-hmm. were like my favorite. Like they were always so snuggly. I know. And I, again, discount shopper here. If you use the Zulily app for shopping, I have Burt's Bees. You can flag a brand so you can know when they have some of their items available. I got a lot of their, this is when the kids were infants, onesies mm-hmm. and little hoodies and pant sets mm-hmm. um, for a discounted price. The organic stuff off of Zulily. We also got some at Bye Bye Baby. Mm. They always had them in their clearance sections and stuff. So then you got them significantly cheaper. But even like Target sells in the kids section that too. So if you get them when you're able to look through their 60% off racks. I know we also used, I know it was really important for me when our little guy was a baby to have his sleep sacks. We had all the sleep sacks that were organic because they were the Burt's Bees ones. Like anything that he was going to be in for a really long extended period of time, I 
I would try to do organic. We'd have little organic onesies underneath his sleep sacks or his jammies when it was really cold. And just real quick, as we're talking about that, H&M has a ton of organic kids clothes, sweatshirts, onesies, all kinds of stuff, all kinds of ages, toddler, baby, all the way through because we had some onesies from there. And H&M is pretty cheap. I, I think we got like an entire pack of long sleeve onesies for him to wear under his pajamas for 20 bucks for like six of them or something. So that's pretty cheap for organic onesies. Yeah. Anyways, Burt's Bees is 100% GOTS certified organic. Everything they make is organic. They use earth and farmer friendly practices, no synthetic pesticides. They are also another company that donates products worldwide and they volunteer throughout various communities. They're definitely one that gives back. I feel like most people know about Burt's Bees. Obviously, if you want to know more, you can always go to their website. It's a very popular brand. You can also get everywhere, which is nice. Like I said, you can get in stores, even you can buy their stuff off of Amazon, you know, so you can really kind of shop around for that kind of stuff. Another company is called Threads for Thought. And I actually don't own a lot from this company. I have like one dress and that's it. They really have a great selection. They're reasonably priced and they're fashionable. I definitely want more. I actually found the dress at what we talked about before at like a bargain place. It was actually we were out of state on vacation and we went to a place that had overstock stuff and they had organic blankets that were overstocked from Target. And then they had the threads for thought, which was crazy. They had dresses. If you go to their website, you can actually click on sustainability and you can see their entire transparency report, which is way more to even get into, but they're very transparent about everything they do. And you can see all that. They use organic and recyclable materials. Their factories are ethical and they actually partner with the International Rescue Committee to find communities around the world to help. Their factories save 500 million gallons of water last year. And maternity wear? Wow. I'm looking at it now. Men's and kids. They have shoes. I actually didn't know they had shoes. That's really cool too. So you can just see through some of these companies, it's not just buying the clothing just because you like it. It's also supporting these companies that are doing so much other things, either to help out other communities, help out the people who are making the items, help the environment. It's really awesome because then you're supporting a cause and wearing cute things. Okay. So these sneakers, I'm like reading the description. They look like high top converse type mm-hmm. sneakers and then there's another pair of white and camel kind of sneakers listen to this it's called the veja women's esplar it says the esplar trainers have been named after the brazilian ngo which brings technical support to the organic cotton farming families veja works with in north brazil since 2005 I have one more clothing company that I'd like to share. And this is called Serengeti, T-E-E, like t-shirts. And my friend actually bought me a shirt from there. She actually got me a bracelet from there too. The shirt is super cute. So they have regular t-shirts and then they sew on different pockets. And those are ones that you can pick what you want. So of course she got me one that has little cats and the cats have eyeglasses on. (laughs) It's really cute. This is when you want like a graphic kind of hoodie, when you want Mm -hmm. something with a cute message or good travel hoodie. Ooh, that looks good. Yeah. So this company was actually created by two college friends who were doing a study abroad program and they fell in love with the markets of Africa and Asia and decided that they wanted to start a company to give back to those artisans and their families and support their ancient traditions of how to do that. 
and support that. So instead of it being just things being mass made, they want to support those traditions of how those people made things. So they do give back percentage of each garment as well as their overall revenue to those communities. And they support 25 countries worldwide. Everyone knows about Pura Vida too. We weren't getting into jewelry and stuff today, but they're kind of like that too. So this is another company that's kind of like that, that they support the the artisans and those communities of other countries and how they're making their products. I love my shirt from there. It's super soft and I will wear anything that has cats on it. <laughs> and then the bracelet is also made. It's a cloth bracelet and it has a little clasp on it. Well, I'm loving the Serengeti website. They have mystery packs for like a flat fee. I love like the excitement of mm-hmm. like the treasure box experience. So this is so fun. That's like Pure Vita also does that because I actually just ordered a mystery bracelet because I get their notifications on my phone and they were like, act today and get a mystery bracelet. Just pay 99 cents shipping. Okay. <laughs> Right? Like, how can you say no to that? A dollar for a bracelet? Okay. So it it does remind me a lot of Pure Vita. Those are the companies I like. I had already said all of these are on my blog that I wrote about sustainable clothing. We also, in the blog, I got into accessories like jewelry, shoes, purses, bags, that kind of stuff. So you can check that out and maybe we will highlight some of those in a future episode. And all of these companies that we list here, as well as the descriptions of what fair trade and B Corp and what all those things were, those are all on the blog for mm-hmm. lovethegreenlife.org. So the last kind of tip when we're talking about sustainable clothing is to hit that zero waste component of clothing. When you're not buying new and you're buying something used, you're recirculating the clothing. They're not going into a landfill. You're extending the life of someone's garment. So I do a lot of thrift shopping beyond stores that are just like made for thrift shopping. There's a ton of tag sales and community yard sales that happen in the summer and the spring that I'll try to hit up with the kids. There's definitely an art to it. So I thought I'd give everybody that's listening just like three to four little tips to help you as you are shopping for used clothing or just thrift shopping in general. One is to know your family's sizes and what their neck sizes will be. I have this saved in a note on my phone of like everybody's current sizes with shirts, pants, you know, dresses, shoe sizes now and then. And I always think of next too, because if you can get, you know, a pair of boots for $9 in July, that is probably going to be the next size for the kids, especially Mm -hmm. that's golden. I mean, you just buy it ahead of time. Then you're not stuck going, Oh no, we can't go because we, we don't have this clothing or snow gear is that's my next tip. Being in Ohio, snow gear is precious. And I always check the racks for snow pants and boots good waterproof gloves, especially waterproof gloves for the kids. So that when they're playing in the snow, their hands don't get all soaked through and they go through gloves quick Mm because they're playing, man. Those gloves (laughs) get used. So knowing your sizes of your family and the next sizes, thinking of specialty items along with snow gear, just summer gear too, flip-flops, croc kind of shoes, the kind of play shoes we always look at, coats, sports gear. 
And always give yourself some extra time because when you're thrifting or buying secondhand, it's not like you're going into a department store where everything is organized by, you know, style and color and size. Every thrift shopping experience or secondhand shopping experience is kind of different depending on where you're at. So give yourself some extra time just because things aren't as organized and you're going to have to hunt a little bit, but that's part of the joy. That's part of the fun. If you're somebody who is maybe against some of the practices of the common resale department type stores, I suggest going and looking for a yard sale group or resale group on social marketplaces. That's another good spot, not just to get clothing, but other items secondhand too, furniture, housewares, things like that. Mm -hmm. Because again, anytime you're buying something secondhand, you know, someone's trash is your treasure. You're eliminating that waste, giving it a new life. I also, for my son, now we can't do this as much because he's starting to wear out his clothes. But as a baby, you know, some of those clothes, you get a ton of them, right? When you have a new baby from everybody buys you clothes, you have a million in those early sizes. And some of them, my son grows like crazy, three shoe sizes a year. Yeah, he's he's insanely tall. Some of the clothes he never wore or wore once, they're like perfect. So we did take some of them to the local kids consignment type shops. So then you get money for it too. And they also always give you more if it's store credit. So then you can get clothes for your next size. If you're really on a budget, then you can do that instead of taking the cash. We also have friends who have kids that are just a pinch older than him. Now he's starting to grow past them (laughs) in his sizes though. So anyways, they would always give me clothes too for him. That's another way to do it where then if you don't want to have to go somewhere and search for something, if you have friends that have kids that are maybe a little bit older than yours, you can do uh, swaps with, you know, actually a friend of mine just texted me the other day and said, I have a bag of clothes if you want it. And I said, well, what size? Because I feel like her kindergartner is the exact same size as my (laughs) (laughs) three-year-old. So there's that. And it's not because her kindergartner is small. It's because my little guy is really tall. Thanks for listening to the show. We would love for you to follow us, leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. Your support will help our nonprofit be able to do more good in the world. See you next time.